now it's Get Animated, the anime recap show from the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed rainbow-colored blood spatter, Nick Weiger. I'm self-proclaimed, I scraped my balls, Matt Apodaca. And you know, we have a guest in studio today. Uh, our buddy Yusong Lu is here. Hi, Yusong. What up, everyone? It's uh, I'm self-proclaimed male gaze Yusong Lu. Uh, really happy to <laughs> really happy to be here today. <laughs> uh, Yusong, thanks for making time for us. You and I were just talking because I saw the anime, uh, the film, the feature film Blue Giant this year, and I absolutely loved it. You have not seen the film, but you were reading the Blue Giant manga. Yes, I was reading the Blue Giant manga, and it's this manga about jazz that's very like, if you liked Whiplash, this is very, very similar. It's it's even about the same genre mm. of jazz. Yeah. And I, I really need to see the film, because as I was reading the manga, <clears throat> this is a very silly thought, but I was like, I can't hear this. This is just images on paper, and they're talking right. about music, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, there's nothing silly about that thought, because I had the same thought about, with, I have not read the manga, but mm -hmm. I had the same thought about the manga watching the film, because the music is so integral, and it's such a huge part of it, and there's this score that I've talked about on, on uh, Get Animated uh, by uh, Hiromi as the artist, mm -hmm. um, who's this, uh, you know, jazz pianist, and it's it's an it's like it's just a, an incredible mm -hmm. you know a sound bed for the film and I'm just like I'm kind of I'm kind of amazed that the manga is so popular without you know just in print but I, I did you like oh because because you play the you you you, you know you you you, I you dangle the ivories yeah you tickle the ivories a little bit that's what I was trying to say you dangle I was about to say dangle <laughs> on the keys I was like that's not the expression <laughs> you tickle the ivories mm -hmm. do you did you ever play jazz piano I. I so I learned classical piano, but then like one of the other students in my piano teacher's like studio, I, I suppose, yeah. or just we were taking lessons from the same teacher. He was really, really into jazz and he taught me jazz via this like daft punk um, like mm. mashup that he, he just wrote and the two of us got to perform it as a duet. And so Whoa. that was that was really, really cool. And I was like, you know what? Jazz is very, very cool because. It feels like you get to, this. This feels like <laughs> this feels like I'm like a 12 year old who has never broken a single rule before. But it was yeah. very exciting <laughs> to to like play jazz and be like, whoa, it's like breaking the rules. So I, I have a very soft spot in my heart for jazz. At the same time, there's some jazz that feels to me like the emperor's new robes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, where sure. it's so off the map and just like wild that i'm not sure anyone is genuinely enjoying this but 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 overall i'm definitely a jazz enjoyer now i i'm I, i'm so okay so the, there's a piano player is pretty central to at least the the movie and i know mm -hmm. that they that the uh the the manga focuses on uh the saxophonist mm -hmm. and I, I like how much of like have you read all of the manga how many of the arcs have you gotten through i only read like the first super chunk it, it, they Got don't it. sell them volume by volume so i've read the first three volumes and i don't know if that's I, I don't know how far in the show that gets but yeah i was like this is really really cool they do some like big swings with the art styles too and you can mm. you can definitely feel that the artist is really passionate about what they're drawing um but yeah i was like one of my senses isn't being engaged right now and it is the sense that you are trying to communicate with yes. and so I really, I very much want to see the show now. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'll, I'll be interested in your reaction when you do get around to watching it. Matt, you didn't see it, did you? I have not seen it, but um, I, I, I'm no, I'm, I don't turn my nose down to jazz. I think jazz is interesting. I don't like listen to it uh, recreationally, but you know, I might like light up one of those jazz cigarettes if you know what I mean. Matt, I, I'm just saying, I might. You song is here. I might light up one of those jazz cigarettes. Wow. And a doobie? Maybe enjoy some a doobie, uh, a doobie, a joint. The devil's and, lettuce. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. There's, I'm not doing that. No, I'm, I'm not no, doing I'm that not either. Do that. Too scary. Give I did go anxiety. to a bar um, that had a, a a jazz night, and I just happened to be there when that was happening, and I was just so impressed by the musicianship. I just think it's such an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. You blasted on the brass back in the day, right? You're a trumpet player? Yeah, I blasted on the brass. That's right. Yeah. I actually I dangled on the brass is what I got. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was not very good. Uh, I did I did play the trumpet and I, I did like it. But we didn't play jazz. Like we there Yeah, was, right. There well, was a, there was was a like, jazz band. This was middle school for you, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's like jazz and, and you song, you'll have your own perspective here. But like for in my musical education, it felt like jazz is like weirdly because it's a little bit more free flowing and you have to have a little bit more 
of a, a you know of, of a of a vaster understanding of like you know like uh like chord progressions and scales and modes and things like that to me it feels a little bit more advanced than classical which a lot of times is a little bit kind of more of a recital like i can just learn this thing by rote and 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 perform it to some competency Oh, for sure. I think it's way harder to teach in that sense because you have to have that baseline of music theory, you know, for like tritones and stuff. And yeah, I guess it's a little sexy that I know what a tritone is. Like, I <laughs> wow. I guess it's I, I guess it's gonna be pretty cool for the listeners. But um, I remember playing in a jazz band on violin in middle Whoa, school. That's and cool. No one could fucking hear the violins. Like, you yeah, know, right. it was just like such a formality. But if you played in jazz band, you got to go to like a theme park at the end of the semester to like perform there. And I just wanted to do that. And uh, so that was like kind of a cool experience. You know, but, you yeah. can go to a theme park like any time. But but here's the thing, Matt. <laughs> and and I'm not sure if you ever experienced this as a, as a fellow uh, a, a lifelong SoCal surfer dude. But you saw <laughs> you you were in upstate New York, right? I was oh, in upstate yeah. New York. So where right. so what is the theme park there? Like what theme park were you going to? It is sparse. Garden? It's like it's like water in the desert. No, I don't, right, I think right. there's a lot of I, I think there's a lot of theme parks. Darien Lake was the one that we went to. So okay, not one of the biggest like franchises but definitely still one and the the cool thing is that you get to go with um friends instead of having to go or you know having to go with your family which is a very <laughs> yeah. different experience no 100 percent. i remember uh yeah we went and played at um at knott's berry farm or somewhere near knott's berry farm over here and then we got to go there and ride the rides and i remember everybody was pretty concerned about making out <laughs> That was like sort of like a big part of the day that people were Someone's like, going to make out. We're gonna like, I think somebody might make out today. Wow. And wow. I was like, I just want to get on the log ride, my man. <laughs> I'm trying to get on, I'm trying to get on uh, what's Supreme Scream. I don't got time for this. Right, right, right. We went to this chicken restaurant. But that's the great thing about jazz, that energy of at any time we could all be making out. That's what <laughs> right. you really want to, what you really want to capture, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. they're playing Autumn Leaves or something. Yeah. Let's just say they don't call them horn dogs for nothing. <laughs> I we so I growing up in Southern California, we would always and being like you know being involved in a bunch of like youth orchestras and bands and stuff. Mm -hmm. We would have there would be like like uh, frequently schools and uh, you know other youth groups would go perform at Disneyland and go like, yeah. play like at Main Street Disneyland. Did you ever do that? No, we were like bad. Like we were <laughs> my school wasn't very good. We like got to do knots and then like yeah. that was kind of it. I think my high school like got to go to Disneyland maybe, but if I had stuck with it, perhaps that could have been me as well. I went to Disneyland a number of times in that capacity, and it would be a thing of like you'd go and you'd play either in some parade or set up at a bandstand and play for a little bit, and then you'd have the rest of the day at Disneyland for free. And it yeah, was like awesome. it, it felt like absolutely magical. But one of my strongest memories from that period was I think my first visit. And I remember just in the backstage area, just seeing Merlin sitting down smoking a cigarette. <laughs> just like completely shattered. I think that was the end, of my, end of my childhood. Yeah, yeah wow. that's so that's why you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> it happened too soon. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about another show that I don't think we've touched on on Get Animated, but it's mm. a show that you sung that you're a fan of. And I wonder if any of our listeners have watched it as well. Odd Taxi. Can you tell us about Odd Taxi a little bit? Oh, I love Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi is this like like BoJack Horseman type show in the sense that everyone's an animal mm. where it's it's set. It follows like a taxi driver as like he accidentally enters into a world of crime. But it's like it's so beautifully done. And I think I think there's a lot of Tarantino um like influences in it um in, in terms of how the action is done i think i read an interview where like the author was a huge fan and it's a really really nice series i i cried at the end it's really wow. cool i i the, the the comedy is also on point and yeah highly highly recommend it i think it only has one season and i don't know if there's even more story to be told so just even as a standalone like fully start to end one season it's definitely recommendable Right, because it's not very long either. It's like 12 episodes or something. Mm -hmm, it's a, it's mm -hmm. a pretty self-contained thing. Yeah, and I don't know if I did a... I don't know if I did a great job pitching the plot, but it's like very like classic action movie of like taxi driver suddenly gets dropped into a very like high stakes, pew, 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 whoa, right. thugs situation, you know? Kind it's of a Stuber situation. Of course. I don't yeah. know it's what Stuber of, is. It's kind of exactly like Stuber, yeah, it actually. sounds like a classic Stuber. Yeah, um... 
I've heard of Crazy Taxi. Odd Taxi. What's going on in these taxis? <laughs> Why is it so weird? I don't know. I'm just staying far away. I want a normal taxi. Yeah, uh, it's the yeah, only kind uh, of taxi I want to take from LAX. I'm just trying to get from point A to point B, all right? For, <laughs> to, a, for a nominal fee. Right. I want to get home from the airport, and I don't want to wait in the Uber line. I don't want to just don't set me up with an odd taxi or a crazy taxi. I got in a taxi the other day. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah picked me up. Oh, oh that's rough. And Jimmy Fallon was there. And Jimmy that Fallon that? was there too, uh, but I didn't care that much about that because I was right. like, Queen Latifah is just like such yeah. a huge star. That movie <laughs> I wasn't actually that mad. That movie Taxi was one of those movies where it was an adaptation, I think, of a French film that was like the biggest box office hit in French history. Yes. And so they were basically like, oh, we'll bring it over here. We'll get Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon. This thing's going to be fucking box office gold. I feel and then like, it completely just like no one cared. I feel like we've like learned that lesson. Yeah. They don't really do that as much anymore. They did do that Force Majeure remake with uh, Will Ferrell and, oh, right. and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but like that was kind of that was kind of it. Like that was like the last one for a while. I feel like. Yeah, they tried the. You know, well, I'm trying to think of other other kind of semi infamous ones. The old boy remake, which I've never seen. Oh just yes. another just inexplicable. You know, attempt. Is, um, is let's make this perfect movie in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this movie the one where a sex worker is compelled to call her mom? Hmm. Are you wait? Are you talking about old boy? No. The, the, in one of the taxi discussions, and I infamously have not seen very many movies. Yeah. Isn't there a taxi movie where maybe mm-hmm. Robert De Niro is the star? Oh, and, yeah, yes. Oh, that would be Taxi Driver. That's actually Taxi Driver. Yeah, but I, that, and that's, you know, it's been years since I've seen that, but that would have been something with probably the Jodie Foster character. Yeah, mm. and weirdly enough, he's like kind of like a normal taxi driver. He'll do a good job getting you to where he's where you're going. I guess just as, as in kind of the chauffeur capacity, sure, yes. the, the driver for hire. But yeah. yeah, it's not a guy I'd want to spend any time with. No, extracurricular activities aside, you got to give him the credit. He's a good taxi driver. But the problem is you're like, he's like, hey, you want to go see a movie? And you're like, okay, sure, that seems like a normal thing to do. And then he takes you to a porno movie. Yeah, mm. yeah, I guess you should say what kind of movie first. He should, yeah. But it's also maybe on you as the invitee to be like, sure, what kind of movie? Yeah. He might say porno. That's your... To him, that's, a, that's a default movie. So he's like, take, like yeah. on a date, he's like, hey, we're going to go see a movie. Yeah, that's pretty tough. What? Yeah, I forget. And for, then yeah. I'm trying, trying to remember the name of the, the actor who he's on a date with. And then he's also like... He's a little too impulsive with his haircut. Uh, yeah, he does kind of go for the full hawk at a certain point. Yeah, it's like, um, actually, buddy, it's the 70s. That's not really going to fly for too long. You better uh, fix that. What Paul, else is he Paul doing? Paul wrote the movie. Sybil, Shipper, Sybil Shepherd is the Sybil actress. Shepherd. That's who he takes on a date to a porno movie. Uh, yeah, Paul Schrader wrote that movie. Paul Schrader, real nasty freak. He's such a freak. <laughs> Love that guy. He's such a fucking weird yeah. guy. <laughs> I like him a lot too. He's great. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I I have another question. I, one more question before we get into uh, a content, the content side of things, which is that because I, I know that you and and your partner watch anime together. Is that correct? Yes, this is. Do correct. you have Do you have any single shows? Do you have any series where you're like, this one's just for Big Y? Wow. So, I mean, this is, uh, we we have watched parts of Attack on Titan together. Yes. But for like the last few movies, I don't know if this is, I, I, I don't mean this to be mean, but I think sometimes you just want to watch a show by yourself just because I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I get super, super scared when I'm showing someone else something, whether or not they like it. And even sure, though yeah. I just get sweaty and nervous and even though like I know she's into the show, I just like don't want to take that risk. So I'm. I'm watch. I'm. I can't wait to watch the uh, the. I know it came out like a week ago at this point, but the final of a, Attack on Titan by my lonesome. I also, I also watched a show called Ping Pong the Animation that was genuinely beautiful. Um, it has like a very like I don't know what the art style is, but yeah, it's, it's a it's the style that's like purposefully ugly. I think that is that is a word for it, and it is just a story about like hard work versus talent and just like a character study of two rivals and friends as they as they play ping pong and it's genuinely awesome so that was a show where i was like i'm probably not gonna like risk showing this to someone else because it's very very niche and i do like ping pong (laughs) yeah uh i just want to say that i did the drawings for that and i actually (sighs) did them 
Oh, boy. I did him oh, really. Good. No. I thought I was doing them really oh, good. God, this is. Awkward. I thought it was avant garde, but it was just guard. It was you were just doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was just doing it. Uh, oh, no, I'm it looks. I see what you mean, though. It does have like an interesting. It has a very interesting art style. It mm. does look like. It does look like I did it. <laughs> it's very um. Yeah, it's very like. They they will draw characters in purposefully unflattering ways, mm. and there's not really it, it doesn't really strike um, like the classic anime art style. It doesn't look like Evangelion right. or anything. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the 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 kind of um, it kind of reminds me of the art on like a peachy folder. If you remember, mm. I don't know, that might just be like too old of a reference. But there used to be these vintage folders that you would get that like I used in school that would just have like drawings of athletes on the outside, mm. and they were always like a little bit, you know, it was going for more of a realistic um uh, aesthetic but it it it's they they this this kind of is the, in the same sort of ballpark just for any gen zers out there so this is kind of like an ipad but like without a screen or something oh boy like is that what <laughs> yeah, we're talking put, about yeah you'd put physical papers inside of it yeah it's well, like that's kind of weird so yeah. it doesn't it doesn't like plug in <laughs> no there's no charger for it oh okay uh, I <laughs> you could put papers in your iPad if you want. You could if you wanted to. It like would mess Might it scratch up. Scratch the screen. Yeah, I would not advise it. Did you? So you haven't watched the Attack on Titan finale yet? Because I I talked about it last week. I I did watch it by myself, and mm. it is. Have you seen everything up to that point? You're just waiting. I on mean, that I'm final manga episode? build. I know what happens, and I yeah. was like, oh, like I had very mixed reactions to the ending of the manga. So I'm really curious to see like whether the movie it like. <laughs> I, I don't know, like sticks to the ending, but I I I just like the franchise enough at this point, and I wasn't super offended at the ending, so I'm yeah. like just down to have a good time. Did you read the all the manga then? I did read all the manga. Wow, I, that's uh, a lot. I can't like hold back when yeah. I need to know what happens. It's a really mm. like my parents are also like super like diligent and hardworking and focused people, but like I accidentally showed my dad this show Suits, and he watched all of Suits in like. A week and i was like oh my god they 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 get so addicted to things very easily yeah so do i so it's a really big problem when like my parents or i need to know what happens i will just seek that info out this was the usa show that they re-aired on netflix and that everyone was watching it you know randomly yeah yes. it's been off the air for years yeah starring Meg the duchess uh the duchess of uh sussex Megan Markle. That's right, Megan Markle's, and I watched just the pilot of Suits, and I was like, "This is a good pilot. It's this it's is one like of the well made TV. One of the best pilots ever." And then by the time you get to season two, it's like, "Oh no, we gotta get, we gotta abandon <laughs> ship, man. Nobody knows what they're doing." I there was like a we don't have to spend too much time on this, but there was like a period in on television where if it was on USA, it was just a good show. Like yeah. they just like they 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 were just like hit after hit. Psych, Monk. Suits, mm. Monk is Burn a notice. stellar show. Yeah, come on. Yeah, these are good. They're but they're also like kind of like parent shows. Yeah, I feel like those are always. I always hear my dad talking about watching Burn Notice or something. Here's the thing: I've seen every episode of Monk. Yeah, I love Monk. Yeah, I love Monk. Monk is yeah. a good guy. It's a jungle out there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to the question we always ask each episode, and I'll ask this for the panel. Matt, we can start with you. Uh, I'm curious, everyone, what we've been weebing? What we've been weebing? I weaved. I weaved a little something. Mm. I had, you know, this is sort of actually unlike me. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, I like to I like to let my chainsaw man issues mm. stack. That's right. I like to have like maybe like three maybe even five that i haven't read i have a little bit of a backlog you can blaze through yeah mm -hmm. one came out and i read it and then <gasps> i was like now the stack's zero again yeah didn't even let him stack up and i i've talked i've talked vaguely about this arc and i i i, I need them to sort of this is going to sound negative and i don't yeah. mean it this way i need them to wrap it up <laughs> i need them to wrap this arc up because yeah i am starting to the one that I just read didn't feel like it was additive uh, mm. to me. Like, no, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was still like a fun issue, but I am sort of like, let's let's like get to the resolution of this right. arc because I think I know what you're trying to say and what we're going for, and let's just get to it. Let's get to the fun. Let's uh, let's like cut out this this filler, dare I say? But 
Is is this this one of those series where they they uh, upped the output? Like it went from being like monthly to biweekly or something? Or I they, think so. Like they're yeah. just like wow. more issues are coming out, more chapters are coming out. So I, yeah, and it's also like I don't know a seventeen page manga. You can fly through that in like two minutes, like if that. Like they're yeah. like they're pretty they're pretty quick. Well, if you're read. just looking at the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm re- there. Sometimes there's not bubbles in all in a lot of them. In, it. in a Chainsaw Man one, it might just be action shots. You're That's like, true. Okay, That's here true. we go. Here yeah. we go. Oh, I'm done with this. Yeah. You know, I kind of like to take it all in like a work of art, but you know, you do you. You know, you know who they should put in the story? Uh, the meandering narrative devil. Boy, oh, wow, because that would be a strong character. Yeah. Okay, so you song's familiar with the works. Yes, I, 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 I think I'm like that. <laughs> I don't mean to say this to gloat, but I'm like five issues behind, mostly because I just forgot That's about nice, Chainsaw Man for a while. Yeah. But I'm That's like nice very, uh, like relatively up to date on the show. It's uh, I I I'm still enjoying it. I just want the, I want I kind of want to watch the show again. Honestly, I like the I like you can the show do that. Just put it on. I, I guess I'm allowed. But uh, that's that's kind of it for me. I I I just need them to wrap this up so I can go on to the next thing. Uh, you song you've been watching, reading anything lately? <sighs> Have I been weaving out? Yes, I've been weaving out. So I sometimes to escape my own thoughts. Yeah, I will go on YouTube, and this is this is a. This is a confession that I make to you two, my friends, with fear, with no fear of judgment. I will watch Naruto video essays about mm. like, here is the Sharingan explained. And I've just been like, I've just been thinking about Naruto and whether or not it's a good show or not, or if I'm just like really nostalgia pilled. And, you know, because you watch Naruto at like a formative time, you think you're a ninja. Etc. Etc. You want the headband? Right. Sure, you're a teenager. Uh, so, but I've just yeah, been. You do I that wa- run. You do that running around. You do the running. The bullets can't catch us if you put your arms behind you. Um, and and so I've just been watching a lot of those, and I don't think I've been watching too many. Like I'm really interested in Spy Family season two, but Spy Family makes me cry so regularly that mm. I just like I never want to sit down, grab the box of tissues, and like go for it. You know. So that's. That's what I've been, that's what I've been, uh, I'm not jerking off. I, that's what I've been. <laughs> that's, no, that's no what one, I've been no one thought that. Yeah, that, yeah, I, sort of the last thing I was I saw some wry smiles, um, but yeah, those, <laughs> have you, have you, can I ask, like, what your opinions on about Naruto are? Well, okay, so I'm, it's a, it's a series that I'm largely just you know, super, like, not aware of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not, like, I'm fucking old, so, mm-hmm. like, that was not a thing I was watching growing up. Like, I'm too old for Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, like that was, like, by the time that was airing regularly in Pokemon, the same sort of thing, you know? I was already in my teens and mm-hmm. 20s, so yeah. it just, a, a lot of this stuff that I think hit people, hit, and, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, in the West at a certain point in their life are, are just, like, you know, because it was re-airing on Toonami or... Or, or Adult Swim or whatever, like, it just didn't hit me in the same way. I mean, for me, it's, like, a, more formative things is something like Cowboy Bebop. That was something that maybe hit me a little bit, you know. Um, although, again, I was still a bit older when I when I first encountered that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen any uh, Naruto, but I did see a, um, I saw a license plate that said Naruto just today, actually. That's cool. <laughs> had, two, had two O's at the end. Ooh. So it was like kind of like they were yelling it. And I almost took a picture, but I was driving myself, so that's you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's a little dangerous to do that. Yeah, you got to be cautious. Yeah, sounds I like Sasuke was driving the car. Then he he yells Naruto a lot. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to take your word for it, Yusong. I uh... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna appreciate whatever that reference was. That's great. If I'm gonna remember that you said that, and if I do watch it and I see him in the show yelling it, I'm gonna be like, that's like when Yusong said that about he was probably driving. And it's car. gonna and it's gonna the stars are gonna align and it's gonna be worth exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh well you mentioned Spy Family season two mm-hmm, and you know mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to talk about because that's oh. what I've been weebin. Wow. Uh, I really I really am enjoying it. I mean I Spy Family I am caught up on the manga. So I've been reading that and so I know what's 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 coming, but it is really great to see it animated. And I will say specifically the uh, have either of you seen have you have you been watching this? No, I haven't. I haven't even finished season one. The mm-hmm. OP for the the new season is just so good, mm. and it's got like this kind of like the um 
you know, the, the main characters are walking towards camera and the perspective is kind of distorted where they're getting like that big boot that's coming towards you. Like it's like uh, this big, like this really cool step. And then there's all these like, um, I forget the name of the dots. It's not bots dots, but whatever the name of the dots that are used in comic treatments mm-hmm. are a big element. Dippin' dots. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> the ice cream of the future. Uh, and so it's kind of in a special section at a 7-Eleven or whatever. Uh, and. <laughs> So the, they, the like, the, but there's like, all that you know, that's like its own visual style. And the end credits have the, their own thing where it's, they kind of have like cutouts of the characters. They have like these mm. thick outlines around them and they're, they're moving in like a, um, uh, you know, there's like, cir- like circular planes where you're just sort of like, I'm, I'm doing a bad job of describing it, but if you watch it, it's just so, uh, so visually engaging. And I think that just sort of speaks to the kind of the overall visual character of the show. It's just, it's just a really really gorgeous show for a, 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 as an adaptation of a manga that looks looks so good as, as still images. Yeah, that um, owns. Nick, th- it's, as a, it's great. As a manga reader, I'm I'm curious to ask cuz again, I'm I'm holding up a Anya pin that I oh, that yeah. I own. Um but does the does the manga like, you know, does it become a suits or does are we talking are we talking is it still is it still good in the later? I think it still rips. Oh. I think it's I think it's really good. I mean, I, it hasn't lost me yet. You know, mm-hmm. there's I think with anything with any of these kind of longer ongoing series, not that it's been going for that long at this point, but it's just like there are some stretches that where it maybe feels like it's meandering a little bit, but mm-hmm. mostly but mostly here's the thing, it's just like I I think the I think the comedy is so strong where like even if the plot is kind of like you know uh marking time it still will have moments where like a character is catastrophizing about like the worst possible thing that could happen and so it will be Anya you know thinking about like oh like she she saves the day but that causes Lloyd to be like well now the now our family can is dissolved let's give Anya back to an orphanage like she has such an elaborate vision of what could happen yeah uh you know that like the, I, I I just think the comedy is so strong where where that doesn't really bother me because it's just so charming and the art is great too. Yeah, I mean the the three the three core character designs uh, so fun, so gorgeous, incredible. Yeah, no, I I really like that show. I'm really excited that um it sounds like the second season still kind of owns, and I'm really excited for the opening. It's hitting for me. Mm-hmm. I just typed in. Uh, I wanted to look up. The dog from Spy Family, because I like the big dog. Yes. Bond. And Bond. all I typed in was dog. <laughs> Dipping dogs? <laughs> Hot dogs of the future. What What did you get? What result did you get for typing in dog? Well, I, it's funny that you ask. I actually got some really good boys right here. Some really good <laughs> cute, cute. dogs. Hey, you know what? Not that's what just, we asked that's for. That's just but... a good search in general with your search engine of choice. Just type in D-O-G and just... Have a blast. Let it rip. Yeah, reap yeah. the benefits. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, that guy's really cute. <laughs> what I like about Bond is that he says borf. Yeah. That's that just a re- really funny way to bark is to say borf. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Look, not to not to get not to use too many internet parlance, but he's a heckin' chonker. It's awesome. He is it's a like chonker. A big, yeah. big dog. He's yeah. an extremely good doggo. Yeah. <laughs> We rate dogs. We give them thirteen out of a ten. Out of 10. Excellent boy. All right, let's talk about Zom One Hundred Bucket List let's of the Dead. Do Look, it. I, I will say that I kind of feel like I railroaded us into this because this is a show that I've been watching. It's a manga I've been reading after I watched the show. Uh, the manga is written by Haro Aso, who did Alice in Borderland. Um, illustrated by Kotaro Takata. The manga began in 2018, which I was surprised to learn because to me it feels so COVID conscious. It feels mm. like I'm reading, like when I watched the, the series, which I, I watched first, um, I was like, and I've talked about it a, a, a number of times on, on Get Animated. I was like, I thought it was a reaction to COVID. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's it predates it, obviously, because it is. Basically, uh, to to recap what the overall premise is, the lead character, Akira, works for an exploitative corporation and he has this 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 job that he hates. And then a zombie apocalypse happens and it ends up liberating him um, from the shackles, from the drudgery of uh, uh, of this off this uh, you know onerous office lifestyle. And so he ends up making uh, the titular bucket list of the dead, the list of a hundred things he wants to do uh, before he is eaten by zombies. But he's basically just like, it's like fun apocalypse. That's basically the mm-hmm. premise. It's a guy who like, hey, the world has come to an end. Instead of uh, that being a thing where now I'm terrified, it's a thing where I'm liberated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
to me, that feels like such a COVID thing because I think I feel like a lot of people kind of had that experience, right? Like, obviously, people who are working in healthcare or working retail or working yeah. in, in food service, that that's a different thing. But I think people who are like working like a shitty office job and all of a sudden now they're working from home and you can have happy hour uh, at 2 p.m. You know what I mean? It, it's like yeah. that kind of felt like a little bit of, of an ad- adventure in ways, although it, it felt very depressing in others. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh... It was the start of the the uh, as we call it here sometimes on the show the boring dystopia. Yes, for sure. It's like it's like not like great, but like it's like oh like that's like an interesting feature of that. I was sort of like I found him uh, to be very relatable. Mm. <laughs> the, the, oh, the, that, the I think that's a big part of the show, why the show works for yeah. me. Yeah, because like his first thing. I mean, I don't know how far we want to get into this, but like he's so excited that there's a zombie outbreak because he doesn't have to go to work tomorrow. He's yeah. Like, right, like, yeah. Okay. That's he's kind of goals. His like, immediate <laughs> reaction. Yeah. No, no it, is, it is intensely relatable. It echoes like the, I think you should leave season that came out. There's a sketch in there where like you're, you're getting attacked by a monster. And the first thought that you have is at least I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, right, and, yeah. and then like, that, like what, what kind of is that? So the reason that, you know, Nick sent over a few shows. And the reason that I picked this one is because th- this kind of premise is it is such a good premise that I was like, yeah, I I definitely want to check this out. It is deeply hilarious and relatable to be like, oh yeah, the zombie apocalypse is happening, but I'm not even sad. In fact, this is awesome because I don't have to work anymore. Sweet. It's also kind of amazing that there's been this much zombie content and that we're now, we're kind of at this point. Like, it's yes. like I've talked before about how, and this isn't just my observation, but like, you know, zombie is like now like Western mm-hmm. and it's like a weirdly specific, like in, like Western, a weirdly specific thing to fixate on and make a genre, like a 20 year span of time that took place in one country. You know, we're gonna, like, that's going to be like a whole genre of film that's going to dominate, um, you know, this medium for for. Uh, for decades uh it's the same sort of thing like zombie is like a pretty specific thing but there's just like so many different takes on it and this is obviously a little bit more of a of a comedic uh layered take that also and one thing i really like about the show as a premise is that it acknowledges the existence of zombies and other media mm-hmm. because i feel like yeah. that's so often in you know like a show it'll be like oh there's walkers you know like all oh, the groaners are after us yeah. they're like they're like they have no sense of what a zombie is it's like it's like the dead have come to life and here immediately they're like oh my god it's zombies it's clearly zombies yeah that that was a little nice because that is always like so annoying to think about like when they're like oh you just you haven't seen you haven't seen any of this before. This is all <laughs> completely brand new information. Yeah. yeah, this is a completely parallel reality where none yeah. of this has ever been thought of before. And it's like so and also then none of that exists. Mm-hmm. So in this world, this is true and also like yeah, uh Night of the Living Dead doesn't exist. Right. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, The Walking Dead doesn't exist in this world. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, I like that it, the the fact that there are zombies is not a shock to any character. Like that feels really believable. Like it's easy to imagine yourself in the situation. I also just want to say really importantly, walkers and groaners, <laughs> what is this? An internet commenter? Just I, I just felt like that needed to be shared. No, it did. No, it absolutely needed to be said. You I just saw. don't know Thank if I was ready to hear it. Yeah, I don't. It, I, I, I just was to say this stunned silent for a second. It, it yeah. might get lost during the editing, but sometimes uh-huh. like people laugh so loud that you just have to take it out of the recording. That's what happens. And, and Rochelle can, you know, uh, she'll she'll fix that in yeah. post because yeah. probably our mics were just peaking from the yeah. cacophonous laughter. Have you seen you guys have seen Oppenheimer? Yeah. So, you know, the part. Where like the, when they're testing the bomb and it like goes quiet for a second, yeah. that was because they were laughing so hard, right? And like they couldn't fix it. And Christopher Nolan, God bless him, he really tried to like get them to help fix in the audio because he cares so much about the audio. He they couldn't fix it. They couldn't yeah. fix it. Yeah, we might hear it on the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, it's it's because uh it's because Kelly Murphy was wearing Groucho glasses. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> and everyone thing. was like, "This is funny." <laughs> They had to digitally remove they had to the, digitally the remove nose the and mustache. Glasses. It yeah. was like you know the Henry Cavill thing from yeah. Justice League. I mean, it's just nice like to Groucho too. Yeah, it's nice to talk to people who one think I'm really funny and two know the industry. So I just <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like how I like how the characters also study like the one of the the female lead. She studies the zombie movies to try yes. to like prep and and plan for that. So I like the. I like the meta-ness of it all. And I think both that and the capitalist hellscape that they live in seek as really um, 
just like realistic grounding tools for the show, which I thought was really good. 100%. How, how far did everyone get? Because I, I, watched, I watched all nine episodes that are out and, you know, I've, I've caught up with the, the, the manga up to that point. But I'm curious. I, I don't want to get ahead of it, but I'm curious. to I, 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 how, how far into the show did the yeah. two of you get? I watched, I watched the first three and then okay. I had wished I had budgeted a little more time because there's only nine. I was like, I think I could have yeah. burned through this in a sitting if I had just given myself the time to do it. I, I was really enjoying it. I watched the first three as well. And I think I might be the lone person on this. I have, I have some, I have some problems with the show. I love it, and I don't know if I'm gonna continue watching it. Um, but I also have a lot of positive things to say about this show, so it's very, it's very difficult for me. Uh, the anime, we'll, we'll we'll keep talking about it. The anime studio is Bug Films. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are only nine episodes. We should, by the way, we should mention that the anime adaptation was written by our friend Hiroshi Seiko, who also did uh, Vinland Saga, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan, just a just kind of like a go-to uh, yeah. big series adapter uh, for a lot of the scripts here. But the reason there are only nine episodes, even though there are 12 in the season, is but because they had massive uh, production delays, massive production Mm. issues facing the series. And I'll read some of this. This is from a Screen Rant piece entitled, ZOM 100 Falls Victim of Its Own Satire. Mm. Previously, episodes four through nine were delayed past their originally uh, scheduled air dates by up to a week. In addition to recurring production issues facing the series, scheduling conflicts affecting the original Japanese broadcast also called episodes to be delayed. It would be really ironic if ZOM 100's delays were really due to the studio not being able to keep up with the demand of work, considering that the anime is a satire of that demanding system and toxic work culture. Um, I don't know if that's actually the case, but it is like it is interesting because with anime famously is just like a really shitty industry to work in. Mm -hmm. And if this company that's producing this thing is also like. I, I, you know, like obviously they're they're trying to meet impossible deadlines and failing here. Yeah, that would be so deeply ironic, and yeah. and they they do a really good job of hammering home the idea, like yeah, these black corporations are exploitative corporations in Japan. From what I understand, like the work culture is like pretty fucking bad. Like you know, not only do you yeah. have to work ridiculous hours but you also have to go drinking with your superiors and so you don't really have control over um your personal life many would uh, uh say the same things about podcasting um yeah yeah <laughs> we're hitting the bar after this right yeah 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 but that would be that would be so deeply ironic and, I, and I really hope that the show did not um <laughs> fall to fall to its own fall to its own like satire so as of this, uh, I don't know when this episode is being released exactly. This episode would get animated, but nine mm-hmm. episodes have aired. Episode 10 is scheduled to air on December 25th. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that it will get back on track and we'll be able to uh, pick up from do, there. Do yeah. you think Santa's getting in the mix and helping them finish it off for Christmas? Uh, it's possible, but then I'd be worried about who's delivering presents. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could put his elves to work on doing some animation. You know, y- y'all are going to be doing some in-betweens instead yeah. of uh, fulfilling some orders. Yeah. And then after this, we're going to go get a drink. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're, going, we're going to the North Pole Bar. <laughs> you guys are coming. You better come. <laughs> so, OK, so there's this the 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 animated series. There's the manga. There's also a live action movie that Netflix made. Yeah, I saw, I saw this as yeah. I was searching for it. I was like, oh, this is news to me. Have either of you guys seen it? I watched it. I watched it this week. Um, I didn't like it. Mm. I think it feels more like a long pilot than a film. Like it basically tr- tries to adapt the first, you know, 10 or so chapters of the manga and then and rearranges some things, reorders some things to try to cobble it into feeling like a feature film, but it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like it has any actual narrative closure. Which it also s- looks kind of gone. Oh, oh no, I'm really glad to be interrupting. Would you say it, it was more of a bomb 100 than a Zom 100? I think I, it, I mean, it's, it's the, those are harsh words, but I think I would say it's more of a bomb 100. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I, right. And I don't like, I don't take no joy in saying that. But, no, no. Yeah. You are sort of licking your lips and rubbing your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do think the, the lead, uh, the actor who plays Akira is, is great and he's really well cast. The issue is that I think they kind of like the other characters get, get the short shrift. 
um, by nature of just trying to cram all this stuff in. Mm-hmm. And it also looks a little cheap and fan filmy slash cosplay y. Like it's like you can kind of tell they were working within some budgetary limitations and doesn't quite have the. Look, I, the, the the big thing I like about the anime adaptation is that it's just so vibrant and stylish mm-hmm. and it it just doesn't quite have that same uh, uh, zest to it. Also, just weird arbitrary changes like instead of rugby, the characters played American football, mm-hmm. which is like I like I that just made me think like, hmm, is this like a Netflix calculation? Like they think it's better for the algorithm, like American viewers are going to watch it more if it's American football instead of rugby. I wonder that if kind of thing. Do you, is it possible? Uh huh. That in other territories it could be rugby. Like they shot it both ways. That would be fascinating if they did that. They went to the trouble of doing it. Because I know that in like, I mean, this is so different, but in the Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. I think they shot it both ways when they talk about like the Philosopher's Stone and the Sorcerer's Stone, which is right. Sorcerer's Stone mm-hmm. in the U.S., but yeah. everywhere else in the world, it's Philosopher's Stone. And the, uh, like, so and the other, you know, we were watching it in a different territory. Yeah. It would be like Harry, the Philosopher's Stone is in the women's bathroom where women go. <laughs> exactly. And Harry Potter's like, I'm not I going go in, in there. there. Yeah, that's the law. Uh, the so this is this movie is kind of a, it's so it's kind of a bummer. They mm. also this is the big thing. This is my big issue. They took out my favorite part about the whole show, mm. which is uh. how Kencho gets completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> so Kencho is like the the himbo uh, a sidekick. Yeah. He was a yes. fe- fellow rugby fa- uh, player uh, with Akira. He's an aspiring stand up comic. And his one bit is just to take off all of his clothes. Yeah. And it's once he's introduced, he does it every episode. And it's so funny to me every time. <laughs> like, he just because the, always the excuse is so flimsy. It's like, I'll create a distraction for the zombies. Hey, zombies, check out this big ass. And he's like completely <laughs> naked, like shaking his ass. <laughs> but like it's the, like, that's so such a dumb thing to do, but also so funny and crass. The first the first instance of this occurring is yeah. in the third episode, right? I assume because that's the first time we see this guy. That mm-hmm. is, yes. And. He's jumping between buildings and he's like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this life. I don't want to go back to work. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Yes, because they have, so basically they have uh, Akira and uh, he- and Kencho are kind of basically camping outside on a rooftop. Yeah. And then there's a fence separating them from a bunch of zombies. Um, but they're, but they're at a certain point, they like, so that kind of becomes their home base. But this is earlier than that, right? This is when he rescues him from the Love Hotel and they are on the rooftop mm-hmm. and the zombies are pursuing them. Yes. At, like, uh, you know, through the stairway and they're like, like they barricaded the stairway with their like, this isn't going to hold. Akira jumps from one built one rooftop to the another, uh, and to the next. And then Kensho is like too scared to do it. He's too mm-hmm. scared to do it. But then, like I don't know, unless I missed it, his clothes just like kind of fell off, and it was kind of funny. Akira's like, yeah, you got to jump, and he does it. And as he does it, he flings off yeah. all of his clothes in one motion. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. It's very funny. I don't know if somebody did that. You know what? I'd laugh every single time, probably if I if so if I if one of my friends was like, "I'm just naked now," I'd be like that's hilarious. That's, yeah, that's really funny. I, well, I mean, like it's a problematic bit. It's I mean, like, you, you got to be careful. It depends, yeah. on the, it depends on the company you're around. You know, you yeah. can't do that in front of everybody, but no. in front of his, uh, you know, tight circle of of colleagues, it seems to be acceptable. They were probably in a locker room, yeah, together at some point. Right, they've seen it. They've seen it. They've seen it. I, I think I'm very grateful in that I haven't seen a lot of my friends naked. I think, I that, think so, too. That is a good place to be, actually. But but I also agree. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that he takes off his clothes every episode, and I <laughs> yes. really like that as a runner, because I was like kind of confused the first time. I was like, yeah, that's extremely <laughs> funny. But now knowing that he does it more, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I am, I am, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's my favorite thing of the show, and I do really like that character. Uh, he's also just like he's... Because he's like a big buff, like ladies' man. Yes, but he I seems saw a lot of myself yeah. in him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was. Sort That's of what like, I liked. I like seeing myself up on screen. He's just yeah. like me for real. Yeah. I kept saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, he's this like he's like super. He's got like a superhero physique, and he's super jacked, and he's always got like you know if he's wearing clothes, it's just an open shirt, you know, and you can see his six pack. Uh, but he's also like loves Akira. Like they're really close friends. They're like best friends, and they kind of lost touch because they both had 
um, shit parallel shitty jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when they reconnect here, a lot of the show is a lot of the series is like the two of them like rekindling that friendship and um, and you know uh, trying to 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 make each other happy. Which I, I don't know. I find that that aspect very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two buds. It's like I don't know. There's not a lot of buds. Like there's not a lot of good buds on TV right now. I don't feel like I haven't mm. seen a good bud in a while. What are, who are the big buds right now? I mean, I the mean, Mandalorian and Grogu, but yeah, they're sort of like one. father and son. I don't count it. I'm just going to throw this out there. Air Bud, it's a more yeah. artistic interpretation of the question, but I would still like to submit my answer. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's a good one. I, the only thing I would say is that maybe it's like kind of more of a movie franchise than a TV show. I will say that there's no, there's no rule that says a dog can't be a bud. You that's know what, true. Also, no reason, no rule that says a movie can't be a TV show. So maybe that's a little workaround. No, no rule that says a dog can't play basketball either. So this is what yeah. I'm saying. I think well, that's the big one. I yeah. well, it should just it should be a rule. I hate to be on the other side of it, but I do think that dogs shouldn't be allowed to play basketball. I think in the reality of the that world, they would amend that rule book pretty quickly because he fucking clown them. Yeah, they're like we can't. This is this is unsustainable. I think the dog could play basketball if the dog's bad at it. I can't. I can't believe I'm talking to two constitutional originalists when it comes to the rules of basketball. (laughs) This is an outrage. I think the dog should be allowed to play basketball. There's a ten foot peach basket, and that's the way I want to see it. (laughs) And no hole at the bottom. No hole at the bottom. You got to fish it out with a ladder after each basket. Uh, so, okay, so there's these, those are the two, the, the male leads, and then there's, uh, Shizka, uh, who is the, and you don't know her name for much of the run, or Mm. for the first little part, and she's, like, someone who's, like, super over-prepped, who's just, like, you know, she is doing the research of, like, watching a bunch of, um, zombie movies she's binging them but not for pleasure but just to have the best survival plan uh she doesn't want anyone close to her she's also yeah she's also introduced boobs first which is something that this show does for a lot of its female characters oh 100 this this is a very horny fan servicey uh series oh yeah i think my i don't know i'd love to hear your guys's take on this um and a little bit of a content warning. I'm going to be talking about sexual assault for a little bit. Oh, it's perfect sure. for a comedy podcast. This is going to be regrettable. Um, but like the 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 male character's love interests in the first episode gets assaulted by the boss. Um, and I was like, like I don't know. This really this is this was not the writer. Like, not only do your characters have to save the cat, but the writer has to fucking save the cat, too. And and, and this, to me, like, as, as someone who has, like, kind of firsthand seen how that can, like, fucking destroy someone. Sure. I, I was like, I can't imagine including this detail to either build the world or in service of the male character's, like, characterization or motivation. I... And I was like, I cannot recommend this show to my girlfriend, to sure. like any woman. And it's okay. And, and you're know, like, I, I can hear some people saying like, you're, you're a dude. Yeah. Like with empathy, like, yeah. I, so a lot of characters in this show also get introduced boobs first, which is like just a little, I don't know. I think. I think that, that a lot of the art direction in this show is genuinely awesome, but I think it was really hard for me to stomach this kind of thing for the sake of, I don't know, being gritty or something. And yeah, I, I, I think I, I am often the person in the room, though, that is the most sensitive and affected by stuff. And I do not mean to suggest that if anyone likes the show, that they are a bad person. I don't think that. I'm just saying no. for me personally. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's, it's worth noting. I mean, I think the, the thing you're talking about is the so there's a character who is a who has a crush on in the workplace mm. and she seems to be having an affair with the boss with her superior but there's obviously layers of like you know the power dynamic there and there is a sequence where she seems to be ushered into a closet or his office or something like that and she's like kind of like oh not now or whatever and it's yeah. like you know it, 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 at best ambiguously 
you know, uh, a pervy and and creepy. And then ultimately, she does not have any sort of, you know, uh, uh, her fate is pretty awful, too, which is that she is like zombified. If well, like at the, you know, in in the boss's uh, apartment. Um, And so, like, yeah, it's just kind of like a it's a pretty gnarly thing. There's also a thing that the the live action movie does, which to mm. me is baffling. Which they add a a pregnant female character, mm. uh, like because there's the two characters who live in the, um, uh, you know the the there's the two characters who live in who are his neighbors, and like there's kind of a funny thing where they're first introduced, and he like uh, Akira waves at them is like, hey, how's it going? Like, uh, do you need any supplies? And they're just like barricaded in their apartment. He mm-hmm. comes back later, and they're like fucking dead. Uh, in the the live action film they make the woman pregnant so it's like even grimmer and it's like this feels like just like a a just a needless bit of added you know uh grit for grit's sake yeah um yeah so so it does have some of that shit that's kind of grimy i i think that like and again what you're saying it is i i think it is at best dubious like the, Mm -hmm. the, the like the context of that relationship and i also think that like like it was bad enough with the capitalism. Like we get it. Like you know, like like we don't need like right. We don't need this cherry on top that like is going to alienate so m- many fucking people to even like think about that. Like we we got it. It's it's a bad world, and now we're yeah. gonna do some really funny stuff and have some awesome action scenes and you know super vibrant like art direction that that does some really inventive stuff. I don't think that that cherry on top was necessarily needed for any yeah. reason yeah. yeah that's it so that's an episode one and it's front loaded and like if it's a thing you can't get past if it's a thing you can't get past um uh and it's it's worth noting what i will say that you were talking about the art direction yeah and one thing i do really like and it's not present in the you know the manga it's 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 in the uh the the, the anime which they add color but one thing they do is that there's so much blood in this world but it's all multicolored. it's yeah, all like, it's gorgeous. like different splotches and it looks mm-hmm. so cool yes. like it's not just red blood there's pink there's blue there's green and there's yellow and it also just makes it feel a little bit lighter and more fun which is contra what you were just talking about uh when it's dealing with stuff that's genuinely dark because oh, because you know like again we're, we're uh, there, there's also the layer of like millions of people are dying horribly and this guy's just kind of lo- like well whatever yeah but they had a little <laughs> bit of levity to it but because like it's we're not actually seeing blood and guts everywhere yeah 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 i think that that was like a super fucking cool move because as a show that's straddling the horror and the comedy you get the the darkness of the the like seeing blood but like the lightness of it being like like as if it was just like a paintball arena and right right a paintball is a good comparison it's it's just super cool and vibrant and there's this one beautiful moment in the in the first episode too where he's like he's thinking about work and it's all it's not grayscale but it's all like blues and grays and whites and blacks and not very vibrant and when he realizes he's free the world like bursts into color and that is like an amazing use of color that is like when the medium fits hand in hand with the message that you're that you're trying to send um thematically and i was like that fucking owns that fucking owns so hard yeah you know what else does that well y'all ever seen the wizard of oz (laughs) dude that movie is such an allegory it's crazy, right? It's a yeah. total allegory. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I would say if I was going to use a word to describe that movie, I'd say allegory. I think so, right? It's like, it's so like, it's so, that movie's so crazy. So allegorical. It's so allegorical yeah. and like, it's about like, it's about like stuff that you don't actually, you're not really thinking about. Yes. And when you're, you're watching what? it. I was confused as to why there were so many MFAs subscribed to the Patreon, but now <laughs> I think I understand. <laughs> like. Right. Like I, I, the the level of discussion is just kind of like where where else would you get yeah. that? Yeah, MFAs. You mean men finding their own way? <laughs> yeah. that, that <laughs> <laughs> sexist subreddit. <laughs> um, the okay. The so the the uh, you know it's funny because you mentioned like like hey the show get, gets somewhat dark. It does do mm-hmm. that a few times actually because like a little bit later like Shizka like we get her backstory a little bit and I apologize mm-hmm. for jumping ahead to no please is as spoiled but like no she has a whole thing of like she has this uh, this awful domineering father who is like her version of Akira's boss mm-hmm. and we get some flashback to her and there's a point where like he like she has a puppy she finds. And he like is like, hey, I took your puppy and I had it put down. And it's just like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, that could be, 
we, we could get the same effect from him saying like, 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 no, you can't go out with your friends. You have to do your homework. You know, it's like so it's like so the shorthand for someone being an asshole in a movie can just be a boyfriend honking their car. Yeah. Uh, honking yeah. their horn. Nick, uh, I just while their tried girlfriend's to, inside, you know, I just tried to search up that episode and I ended up Googling dogs. <laughs> you have to what I've learned in that I've been in this exact situation you song you have to actually type in what you're trying to find oh, you can't just God. type in yeah. dog and Hovick comes up yeah, it's, it's a gotta rookie be a mistake more specific. yeah uh, there, but there, so there's, there's, there is shit like that that also, like to me, always was a little bit off and like, against its sense of fun. Um, but overall, I really enjoy it because it's just like mostly is so goofy and stupid, and the main character's yeah. plan is so dumb. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also like shit like all the episode titles are of the dead, and there is an aquarium. Um, you know, the like there, there's an a, an aquarium section. Um, which is just like so over the top and so ridiculous. Also, where Ken Cho uh, shows his butt to distract, distract a shark. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what's funny about that to me, yeah. having not seen that, is that the shark sounds like it falls for it. It's like, oh, an ass? <laughs> it's like come over here, shark, get a load of this juicy ass. And and um, but the but like the shark is like a thing of just like it's. It's not at all attempting to be grounded. It's not at all mm-hmm. attempting to be justified. No. What it is, is it's a shark that had swallowed divers and the divers became zombies. So they sh- they stick their legs out of the shark <laughs> and the shark can run around. So they've got like, like these diver flippers, uh, you know, uh, diver flipper legs are propelling this shark uh, like a like a, you know, like a, some sort of giant insect. Um, and it's like, like that's so that's completely stupid. And makes no sense, but you buy it in the reality of this this just absurd world. Oh, absolutely. Can I can I ask you guys something? Like as I was watching the show, I was like thinking to myself, how would you fare in a zombie apocalypse? Would you even try? And I was curious as to your guys' answer of would you try? Yeah, you know, this is a this is a good question. And uh I I I like to think I wouldn't be a day one casualty, yeah. but I do kind of feel like I'd just be killed immediately. Yeah. I do and it, my big fear is that I would just become a zombie and that feel like be like it's the thing where when you're a zombie, a little part of your consciousness retains mm. so you kind of know what you're doing, yeah. but you have no control over it. That to me is my nightmare. Yeah. Um but yeah, as far as actually trying to survive this thing, um I I look I I do have a I, I'm I'm uh I'm a little heavy but I do I have good cardio I'm in good, good good cardiovascular shape so I think I can kind of like I have good mobility and I you know I can ride a bike um I can I can uh drive a car so you know I can get around I know everyone can drive a car but I just you know those 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 skills can't be taken for granted in this sort of hellscape mm-hmm. I'm very good at climbing oh. so like if I need to get over things mm. like that's a thing I'm I I have in my skill set. And then I have a few latent like Boy Scout skills that are all they've all atrophied, but I know a little bit of survival. Yeah. Helping uh, old ladies cross the street. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sewing on merit badges. <laughs> I, I just know I know a handful of stuff that could maybe make me survive. But are you, but are you talking about like specifically like a strategy like this is my game plan? I, I think more so I was like. I was like, I, I imagine myself in that situation. I was like, I think I tried to live by eating everything that I could before going outside. And then like, as soon as I had to go outside and I tripped over one thing, I'd be like, it's not worth trying. It's, it is, it, it, it's game over for me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it in here. I would get killed. I would hope to be killed uh, quick uh, because mm-hmm. I don't have any sort of survival, survival skills about me at all. And I, I would just be scared the whole time. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't think I could, I, I don't think I could do it. I was playing some, uh, I think it was Project Zomboid mm-hmm, for a mm-hmm. bit. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Project Zomboid. It's like this isometric game that's like really had just, there's a lot of really granular decisions you can make about mm. and, and surviving in a, a zombie apocalypse. And it is a thing of just like, what I like about that is it's basically a roguelike where you're just like, look, look, you're going to die. Like there's, it's how long can you last? Yeah. Can you last, you know, 30 days versus three days, but eventually you're going to be overtaken by the zombies and you're going to die. So just accept that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would probably have to be kind of be my perspective, which I yeah. guess is kind of a curious too, just kind of like viewing it as like, okay, I'm just going to try to ha- stay this execution as long as I can. Yeah. And I, I think to what you were saying earlier, this is like a, it's like a very silly show. Like mm-hmm. I was laughing a lot when, I mean, the subtitle, I was listening, or I was reading the subtitles and I was watching the, the, the sub, not the dub. Uh, but he was like, oh, awesome. I'm going to be a degenerate. I'm going to embrace my inner degenerate and drink beer all day. And I was like, that yes. owns. That is like very, yeah. very silly. That is very, very like zeitgeisty and modern. And it feels very Chainsaw Man in how the motivations are so silly that you kind of just end up buying into them because of that. 100%. No, like I, I, I love that he just gets a fridge full of beer and his priority and that the way, you know, how he meets uh, uh, Shizuka is, is going to his, he goes to the uh, convenience store to try to get more beer. And she's like, I can't believe this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a survival <laughs> situation. I can't believe this is the supplies you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that shit's a hoot. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I would do. And, and I, you know, like, I think the big part of the big thing in the zombie apocalypse is like, okay, where, what's my location going to be? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I'm actually, mm-hmm. you know, we, we live on a, on a high floor in our apartment building. So like that feels reasonably secure. It feels like you'd kind of want to have a little bit of room between you and the ground mm-hmm. where the zombie hordes are going to gather. Although, you know, depending on the type of zombie, they may be good at uh, climbing themselves or, or able to ascend stairs. But I, I I think that like yeah I think probably starting by just like barricading ourselves inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've also heard of people talking about like oh no this this is the move like you go to like a Costco or something because there's all <laughs> sorts of supplies inside and you can control the entrances and you can still and, get a lot of free samples while you're there. Yeah, help yourself. <laughs> yeah, I but then you have to. But then you have to defend the Costco. That's the big mm-hmm. thing. You have to defend a location and not just from, uh, you know, not just from the zombie hordes, but also from like uh, warlords and marauders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, stop me if you've heard this before. It's maybe I'm the, not the first person to think this. I think the humans are actually a little scarier Matt, than the zombies. Matt. Oh, my God. They're a little more dangerous. That actually probably is my survival strategy is like find like the toughest warlord and be like, Hey man, you could put a chain around my neck. I'll do whatever you yeah, need. Yeah. Just swear <laughs> fealty you. to yeah. some fascist. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll be your guy. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's all those, those, you know, uh, those caveats uh, acknowledged yeah. uh, for me. I would recommend the show for someone who is just looking for like a fun series uh, and if you're already watching it, you know, chime in the discord and let us know what you think. But someone who's just looking for something that's just like kind of like, you know, uh, for the most part, just just a just a silly um, uh, uh, kind of horny good time um, that's got some good violent action action sequences. I yeah, I, I was uh, pretty into it. I, I think I probably will try to this is like right in my zone where it's like. It's not that complicated. Right. <laughs> so you can kind of just have it on and be like, this is good. Like, I'm not, it's like, it's like, I don't know. Like, in, whereas Chainsaw Man could feel a little complicated sometimes. This feels just sort of like, oh, it's kind of just happening. It's kind of just fun. It's not really working, yeah. uh, like, even on multiple levels. Because, no. like, what we were talking about is, like, mm-hmm. like the, the, the comparison of being an, a, a corporate drone to being a zombie is obviously something that's been uh, done a bunch but like there's like it's the show is not subtle about it. Like it's right. really laid on thick. So, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty uh, it's pretty straight ahead. There's no yeah, there's no like Shinji Kun. You got to get the beer from the uh, convenience store. It's very right, it's, right, yeah. you don't got to you don't got to face your your I guess I'm just going to sit on a train all day. <laughs> I think I, I think I mean, I think the people who are uh, like uh Mm, who agree with what I said or just like are are not too angry at me probably know to avoid the show but I also think that if again you're just looking for a good time and what I said was like not up your alley then yeah I would recommend it but for me bomb 100 baby it's always been bomb 100 (laughs) wow he fucking did it uh, Yusung, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having for this. me on, guys. What a what a hoot! What a treat! Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? 
Yeah, you can find me on YouTube or Twitch, YU underscore S-O-N-G. I do uh, uh, YouTube videos Monday through Friday if you just want some some Northern Lion-esque banter over a Richie Mahjong gameplay, which I'm pretty good at. And uh, over on Twitch, we're, we're playing some Nancy Drew games. We're, we're playing Mahjong. We're playing uh, Headbangers, a rhythm-based battle royale that's kind of incredible wow. lately. So, uh, yeah, I hope, to, I hope to see you there. And thanks so much, guys, for having me on. Really appreciate are there it. Any, are there any Mahjong series? Um, oh, there are. Akagi is awesome. I yeah. cannot recommend it enough. Wow, after the okay. first episode, like you either, I think after the first episode, you're either super in or super out. And I'm like, it's just about, it's just about like gambling and the Yakuza, but it's all focused around Richie Mahjong, which is cool. It's just about that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Check out Akagi. I yeah. Appreciate the oh, rec. I, I would, I would, I would be, I would be so um, ecstatic to talk to uh, you guys about it one day well there you go and uh maybe we will maybe we'll do an episode about it at some point but until then you song you got animated buddy you got animated sorry oh, buddy no <laughs> <laughs> not again <laughs> hey buddy next week on get animated we're going to be covering suzume uh, it's the film by Makoto Shinkai. It is on Crunchyroll. So watch Suzume on Crunchyroll if you want to watch along with us. And our guest is going to be Oscar Montoya. So check that out. We'll see you next time.